Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, like I, I told you, the episode that we did last time was the biggest episode of the year. That makes me, that like really just went straight to my ego when you told me that. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm glad. That's... Am I your first return guest? Uh, I think, I think I had one or two return guests before, but you're the first, I think, Vancouver return guest. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm way too excited about that. <laughs> how's uh, how's things? Things are good. Things are fine, like, since we talked last. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's been, like, almost a year. Yeah, I, I was trying to think when I was here last. I can't remember. Oh, no. Um, you, had a, you had a psychic appointment? I had a psychic appointment. Yeah. Had I, I done it yet or no? I think you've done... No, no, no. You were planning on it. I was going to do it. Yeah. She kicked my ass. She was like so mean to me. Damn. Yeah. That's... I feel like that's the approach sometimes. What do you mean? Because you're like, well, the psychic, like they're trained or or they learn to just tell, like, tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. And, but some are like, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them what they think they need to hear instead mm. of what they want to hear. Right. So then you'll be like, oh my God, they're, they're really honest with me. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Mm. Yeah. I never went back. Not because, oh. <laughs> not because I was like, she's too mean. It was just like yeah. really intense mm. in a way that I did not need. And then I started a new type of therapy and I was like, I just, You're like, I'll just um, do that. That's too much girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It was a lot. Well, it, it, did you cry? I can't remember. But she was basically just telling me that, like, I'm too wishy-washy and I, like, say one thing but then act another way. Ooh. And I actually do think that was true at the time. Yeah. Like, I was sort of... Wishy-washy about what? Like, in relationships. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'll be saying one thing but then acting a different way. Give me an example. Like, I'll be like... Um, no, yeah, everything's fine. I'm, like, super, I'm okay with everything. But then, like, being really emotionally distant. But that's a general girl thing to do. Is it? There's memes on there being like, hey, everything is okay. And it's like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And then you ask 15 times and then they're like, no, actually, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think this is, like, on a bigger scale. Like, not just, like, not just, like, in the day-to-day. Um... But I think that's because I'm just, like, scared of being mad at people. Oh, why? Because I never want... I never want there to be, like, conflict. And I also, a lot of the times, I'm like... I don't think I have a right to be mad. And so, in my head, I'm like, is this even a fair thing to be upset about? And then I'm, like, grappling with all of that. And so then I'm just like, I'm fine. But why don't you want there to be conflict? I don't want there to be conflict from my side of the street because I'm just not confident in the fact that, like, what I'm saying either is important or um, accurate. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Like, I have a mistrust for how I am perceiving things. Why? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, because I guess I'm just, like... 
I'm trying to see every angle. I'm like, okay, well, but maybe they didn't mean it that way. And maybe I'm just too sensitive. And maybe, Hmm. do you know what I mean? But then it seems like you're denying your emotions. Because you're like, I can't trust the way I think or feel. Mm -hmm. But other people must be right. Mm -hmm. That's wild. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm trying not to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite sometimes. What do you mean? Where I'm like, everyone's fucking wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> the worst is obviously when I drive, because I'm like, look at this idiot. Yeah, Look yeah. at that idiot. There's a stop sign. There's this. But every now and then, I it definitely finds its way into relationships. Mm. And I'm like, no, you were wrong. You need to say you're wrong. Yeah. Which is the worst. Yeah. yeah. I think as soon as you get into a I'm right, you're wrong dynamic in a relationship, yeah. then it's game over. And then as soon as, like... For me now, I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, this is how I'm feeling, but I can still take ownership over what's mine. So like, let's say you say something to me that like really hurts my feelings and it gets me super upset. Like Like what? I don't know. Like (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to go into that. Like, okay, for me, like, um, stuff with my, like, weight is a really big Mm. thing. And so I'm, like, sensitive to, like, really small things, like, small comments. Like, if someone's like, oh, that's a really big meal or something, like, that will just, like, send me. Did you eat all of that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That will send me into another dimension. How do you get yourself out of it? (sighs) Do you have, like, a way to, like, oh, no, I'm... I just, like, take a beat. Okay, so and you have to yeah, yeah, kind of remove yourself from that. Yeah, because I will start crying. Oh, wow. And then, so now I try to be like, okay, hey, I don't like when you make these comments. Yeah. But I also own the fact that this is, like, a specific a trigger. trigger for me. Yeah. And it's something that I'm trying to work on. But, like, in the meantime, could you just, like, not make those comments type Wow. Of okay. Yeah. It'd be cool if... Um, we, I don't know if that's a thing, but it'd be cool if we like condition ourselves to, um, pull ourselves out of it. Like by, I don't know if you like pinch yourself every time that happens to like bring yourself back. Cause I, if I'm hungry yeah, and, and yeah, I, if someone tells me something, anything really, I'm, I'm very like brush and but that's just because your body's like going into survival mode. Uh, I, th- I think so. I think. Uh, one connection I can make is like when, normally when I speak, it sounds like I don't have an accent. Mm-hmm. But when I'm tired, mm-hmm. or in some way inebriated, mm-hmm. my accent comes out. So that means that there's, uh, like a background program running in my brain mm-hmm. that is either suppressing my accent or like focusing on how to make it sound more natural to like a native English speaker. Mm -hmm. And that program takes energy. Mm, Okay. Interesting. And if I don't have, if like I have a certain level of energy, some of it is used out by whatever in my brain. And then that program isn't like a priority. So when there's not enough energy for that program, my accent comes out. So I think it's similar with like, we have our triggers, we have our traumas Mm -hmm. and there are certain programs like just constantly like fixing the wall that's breaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when our energy is low, the program's like, Oh, I can't do shit. And then the wall breaks and then you're, you're just kind of into the triggers, into the trauma back in, in that. So having, that's why when I'm hungry, like, 
oof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my accent comes out. I'm just the meanest Russian fuck out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So it'd be cool if there was, like, a, a reset that we, like, programmed in ourselves to just... Yeah. That's uh, the most, like, dude thing ever. Is it? You think? <laughs> like, I mean, like, let's find some technology yeah. that could just, like, get rid of those negative emotions. Not get rid of them, but, like... Um, Regulate them? It's it's not so much get rid of the negative emotions. It's more so... Because once you start spiraling, it's... You're kind of... It's like an explosion. So if you could just suck all the air out of the explosion for it yeah. to stop happening and set you back to the trigger moment and be like, oh, that was a trigger, I can kind of just... Honestly, for me, that's been EMDR. Have you heard oh, of EMDR? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Danielle talked about it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have the tab open. Honestly, I, I did the interview with Danielle, like, I think within a few weeks after yours, right. when she talked about it, I opened the tab on my phone and then I just never looked into it because I didn't have a job at the time with benefits, but right. now I have a job with benefits. Dude, get on it. But the problem is I get... I get 12 sessions of therapy mm-hmm. for the year, mm-hmm. right? It's one a month. Yeah, but <laughs> it's either counseling therapy or uh-huh. massage therapy. And, oh. And my massage therapist is amazing. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's, ama- he's amazing. So I'm like, would I much rather be 32 complaining about my knees or would I much rather be complaining about my triggers? And I'm like, I like my knees, so I'm just going to go to massage therapy. Right. It sucks that you have to pick one or the other. Yeah. Because yeah. both are important. Y- yeah. But one is like, eh, I'll just take mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever works for you. I do think there's this whole culture of, like, you have to be in therapy in order to be, like, working on yourself. And I do think, like, it's a really good tool. Mm. But I think, like, there's other ways you can be working on yourself. And it's just not accessible to everyone. Mm. Like, therapy's just not... It's, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, so, sorry, I, I, I think I interrupted you there at the very start where you're like, yeah, if someone says something triggering to me... Um, I try to be, like, yeah. honest about how I'm feeling because I think what I have learned in this relationship is, like, I'm really bad at hiding how I'm feeling. So even if I'm even if I'm trying to, like, mask it, yeah. it's like I've sucked the energy out of the room because now everybody can tell that I'm upset and everyone's like, what the fuck? And I'm just not saying anything. Um, so now I try to be like, hey, I'm not feeling really good right now, like... Maybe I won't even say the thing that's upset me, but just so that everyone's, like, aware of what's going on, and then I'll be like, but, like, don't worry, I'm gonna sort through it. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because I feel like, um, it's, like, so you to overthink a situation and think for everyone in the room. You're like, everyone in this room thinks that I'm sucking out all the energy, and they're worried about what's happening, so I need to tell them what's happening. You think that's a me thing? I, th- I think it's like a way of controlling the narrative when most people, they're just like not, they're trying to stay alive. They're like focusing on breathing. Yeah, and, I guess. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. Actually, if you could forget about yourself for a second, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I'm, I'm worried I'm like fucking up the vibe, you know? But yeah, I, I can't think of a time. I, I, I remember there were a couple of times where you seemed uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And kind of in in your own head. Mm -hmm. And not one time, I think, anyone really kind of paid attention or gave a fuck too much. Like, everyone was just 
living. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I am like so concerned about making sure that everyone else is okay with how I'm acting. Yeah. Like I'll even message you after a night you're out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry if I was being so weird, and you're like, you're not. I remember um, when we went to was it uh, Cummings? It was the Cummings concert. Winnie, oh, Winnie Cummings. Winnie Cummings. And then yeah, after yeah. you were with a friend, but you were so stoned. I was so and I was high. so excited for you because I'm like, I I don't know why I love when people are high around me. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you're going through the funnest, you know, experience. You're on a trip. I am, it's like, it's like seeing a friend of yours get like a leading role in a Netflix movie what? or show, but not being jealous. Like that's, that's what it's, because okay. I'm like, I could get, I could have that trip experience any day, but I'm so excited for you right now. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was, I felt like I was portraying that energy, but you were just like, not, you're not feeling it. You're <laughs> no. Just like, what is happening okay, right now? Okay, because you have to admit the yeah. weirdest thing to hear when you're high is, oh my God, you're so high right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it pulls you out of it. Because I could see it. Yeah, I could see your eyes. You're just. <laughs> I took. <laughs> you were, yeah, you were so like seeing the ending of the universe. It I was, was. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was so excited for you. And I guess I uh, may have um, influenced you trip a little bit. But then after, you're, you, uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you messaged, you're like, hey, sorry, I was just not, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I gotta go. <laughs> I've sent you so many of those messages. Yeah. And almost no time I felt like that in the moment. Like yeah. I, I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That's what I'm discovering as yeah. well, is like, I'm probably not making as negative of an impression as I think I am. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of one time where you left a negative impression. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. It's usually, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm usually laughing and smiling. Okay. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> that night yeah. was particularly hilarious, though, because I just, ha- I don't think I've been that high. I also stopped smoking weed. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Since when? Um, I stopped in November, because I was smoking, like, every single day for the last, like, 10 years. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to know what it would be like to just, like, feel hunger. <laughs> On oh, my own. Yeah. Um, and like have a regular sleep schedule. Oh, so was, and... was um, marijuana at the time like helping you eat, eat and yeah. sleep and all mm-hmm, that? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. I started using it like pretty religiously, like when I was trying to like eat more regularly. Yeah. Um, but then it just became something that was like a crutch, you know? Mm. And then a bunch of people were like, your stand-up will be better if you stop smoking weed. Right. Um, just based off of their own experience. And I was like, okay, I'm eager to do anything that will make my stand-up better. And then I also just want to know what it's like. That's how uh, people ended up seeing Louis C.K. jacking off. What do you mean? They would do anything to get their stand-up better. Yeah. <laughs> as um, long as you have a line for, for the things you do to get your stand-up better. Yeah. I can't see how me being a, just around him would make my stand-up better. That's what I think some people thought, maybe. More opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just meant, like, I wanted to be... And also, I feel for those women. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I do as well. Uh, yeah, I just was making a silly joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very silly. Um, no, for me, I just, like, I felt like I was struggling with being present on stage. Like, I just sort of would go up and do my material mm-hmm. and not know how to interact with the audience. 
because I was just so in my head. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to be more in the room, and I heard that, like, if I just stop smoking weed, it would help. And it actually helped so much, mm. like, so, so much. Um, and then I started to introduce weed back into my life, like, smoking occasionally. But now I'm like, I don't think I even want to do that. Really? Yeah. How was, uh, like, your sleep and all of that after you stopped? Crazy fucking dreams. Yeah. Like, the most insane they say, dreams. Uh, is it THC or, or yeah. it stops you from dreaming? Is yeah. That... I never, it never stopped me from dreaming. Like, I would still have dreams, but they just weren't as vivid. Mm. And, like, my boyfriend would be like, yeah, you were making crazy noises last night. He's just being like, no. No! <laughs> like, yeah, I was having the most insane fucking dreams. Damn. Yeah. And then, oh, I started to gain weight. Yeah. Which I don't know. I Googled it, and apparently um, THC, like, people who regularly smoke have, like, lower BMIs. I don't know how that's a thing. Mm. I think it's because your it brings your heart rate up. Mm. So, so then I just started exercising a lot. And so now I'm, like, exercising, and I just have more energy. Like, it's just brought so many good things into my life. Which, like, I think if you can smoke weed casually, that's fucking awesome. I just can't do that. Because, so, what happens if you smoke casually? I just can't smoke casually. Like, once I start smoking... It's all nothing, kind of Yeah. I'm like, I want to smoke again. That's how I I was with drinking. Yeah. At least for... I, I, I don't know if I still am like that, but, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of an all or nothing kind of guy. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out my drinking stuff too. What yeah. what made you want to stop drinking? Uh, over drinking a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, I think I blacked out for the first time ever. Like I, um, we drank a lot and then someone introduced marijuana into the mix. Mm. And then I just woke up the next day and I was like, what just happened? Right. And as far as knowing now my patterns of being slightly control focused... Right. It didn't really sit well with me where I was, like, fully out of control. Yeah. It was a little scary. So I just kind of took it easier for a bit. And then I was like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Bit? Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to get there. It's weird because, like, I black out so easily. <laughs> like, so fucking easily. Yeah. And it's bad. Like, I don't want to wake up and be like, how did I get home? Like, is everybody mad at me? Like, I just... And so yeah, I need to... It seems like it would be an insane thing for your overthinking to black out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And also just like as a woman, like... Right. Blacking out when you're drunk, like that's just not a safe... Yeah. 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 So I'm trying to do this thing now where I like make an effort to just like consciously think like why am i choosing to have another drink right now Mm. as opposed to just like drinking Mm. um yeah it hasn't i did blackout last weekend so (laughs) it's not working Um, (laughs) (laughs) but i'm trying i'm trying to like like, i i don't even remember if i was making a conscious effort before the drink or yeah but yeah it'd be funny if like the drunk you like consistently made up good points yeah, yeah. to have the new drink yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like i agree and then just keep drinking and you're like i did everything i set out to do <laughs> yeah 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 Yeah. well a lot of the times i'm like well it's free right because we'll be at a show or something mm. and it'll be like comics drink for free and i'm like oh, okay it's free 
And then I'm like, oh, but I'm like getting blackout in front of my colleagues. Whoa. Which is not a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I stopped drinking before I started comedy. Oh, yeah. It would have been fucking rough. Yeah. I mean, another thing, like, I I have alcoholics in my family, so I don't know if it's hereditary or not. I think they say it is, no? But it, it, like, yeah. Is it just like if you're, once you start, and you become an alcoholic like your kids. Like how how many generations does it take yeah. for it to become a thing, you know? Well, I think like it can like alcoholism can show up in different ways. Like you could just like the addiction can show itself in, in a different way. Like you could just be like more inclined to uh, like manage everybody's emotions all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like addiction can express itself in different ways right what, what i'm curious about is it like is it passed on genetically or like is it nature nurture kind of thing i think it's that like um generational trauma thing that everybody right. talks okay. about yeah and then you decide whether or not you want to like break that yeah do you have any generational trauma i feel like i must since my my um family like live through a revolution and like I feel like we all do yeah like I think because our families grew up in times where like talking about your feelings wasn't kosher and like I don't know living through like different generations of like struggle and survival I just think we all probably have stuff that our parents Mm. have passed down to us that we just subconsciously are like this is normal because when you're a kid and your parents are raising you and they're emotionally immature you don't have the intelligence to be like this person is emotionally immature I shouldn't yeah 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 you're just like this is how people treat me and so you're gonna like that's gonna be in your like Mm -hmm. DNA that's where I'm like I still have family in eastern Europe and that's where I kind of dread talking to them because they'd be like, how's it going? And like, what am I going to tell them? Yeah. Like, if I tell them about, you know, if I'm doing well or not mentally or like if I'm struggling with this or that, they're not going to understand. So I'm like, yeah. what am I even going to talk to you about? Right. Yeah. Does it feel like surface level? Uh, absolutely. Because the yeah. moment I go deeper, they're like, well, this is how we are. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. I don't know. Because... It's it's kind of weird. We're we're sort of isolated in a way from a lot of the parts of the world. Like yeah, we're all on the internet, and we all kind of. It feels at least when you're in North America, maybe to me at least that we we have kind of like almost one consciousness thing where we're like we have sort of similar values and so. Right. But like we don't worldwide. Yeah. Like if I speak to some of my friends back home, like they don't know a we even about therapy. Like, that's not yeah. a thing even on the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even thinking about, like, self-improvement. They're like, I just, fuck, I got three kids. I got a job. I got to feed my kids. That's all they think about. Do you want to have kids? I do. Oh, yeah. you do? Well, I think I do. Mm-hmm. I think I do. But at the same time, I'm like, if I don't, it'd be so much nicer. It would. Yeah, so I'm kind of on a, on on a, yeah. Also, like you're gonna have to do that like soonish, no? In the next fifteen years. Fifteen years? You're okay with having a kid at like forty five? Yeah, but by the time I'm forty, we're gonna live to like one thirty. You think so? Probably. 
I mean, people get, like, full knee and hip and whatever replacements by, like, 70 now. Yeah, but what about, like, your heart and your organs? Just fucking print that shit. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. But don't you think that's going to only be accessible to, like, rich people? You're hoping that by the time I'm forward, you know. You're rich. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things that need to go Yeah, right. and if they don't, I just get on a motorcycle, go vroom, and then... And, okay. Yeah, and then You've fly. got plans. Yeah. Okay. Incoming traffic, baby. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Are you going to ride your motorcycle through the city? Hell yeah. You're going to hurt yourself. But that's the thing. In most cases, it's other rider's fault. Yeah, but that doesn't and matter. if it's other rider's fault, you're covered by insurance. And if you're covered by insurance, I could just game all day and have it paid for. You can't game all day if you're dead. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but like... If I am, it doesn't matter, right? To you? Yeah. But to everybody else around you? Yeah, it's tough, you know? Things are hard, but things... You know, if if we talk about generational trauma, uh-huh. like, my parents... My parents' parents have gone for war, mm-hmm. so my parents kind of, like, dealt with hardship. So what's... You're so bad. You're like, so then they'll just lose a son. Yeah. Do you have siblings? You do, right? I, do, I have uh, stepsisters. Okay. Yeah. So at least they'll have them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're not doing this. At least if you ride it, like ride it in nature <laughs> where there's like no cars. Um, I... I want to get a motorcycle, but it's kind of weird. Like getting a motorcycle... Every time I talk to someone about it, they're like, oh, yeah, my friend died riding. And I'm like, bro, why? Imagine if, like, anything you did and you wanted to do, someone would say something like this to you. If you're like, oh, I'm thinking of getting a girlfriend. And they're like, hey, my friend's girlfriend killed him. (laughs) And you're like, fuck, really? And they're like, yeah. You didn't see it coming at all. Okay, but that's different. Or you're like, oh, I'm thinking about getting kids. And they're like, dude, my friend's kids killed him. Honestly, that's a fair point. Yeah. Fuck kids. Like, <laughs> don't fuck kids. No, 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 but like, fuck them. That's a Jackie Agnew joke. Yeah. Um, y- yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I want to get a motorcycle just because it's, it's more convenient to get around. It's kind of cool. How is it more convenient? Um, it's quicker around the city. Uh-huh. Because you're not as stuck in traffic. The parking spots are, are a lot more convenient because there's not a lot of motorcycles. Uh-huh. And there's designated spots specifically for motorcycles, so mm-hmm. they're not going to be taken. Uh, gas is way cheaper because it's, you know, the weight you're moving around is way less, so you're more fuel efficient. Okay. Um, and then it's just the freedom of riding a motorcycle. What's the freedom? It's, it's hard to explain. You, the way you're not protected at all? Yeah, like... The road is like in your face. Uh-huh. Like when you're when you're in the car, it it's like the equivalent would be watching a video of someone driving mm-hmm. and then actually driving. Like that that that's the difference between like being in the car and being on a motorcycle. Like it's just open road. It's kind of in front of you. Yeah. It's that. And also obviously the danger. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me that it's, like, mostly dudes at around the age of 30 who want motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why? 
Well, I wanted a motorcycle for a while, but... But now it feels Now I can afford it. Oh. They're not expensive, are they? They're not, but like gear and that and that and that. And I wouldn't want to have just a motorcycle because if it rains, it's shit. Mm. Like I want it for a nice day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So having a car and a motorcycle is expensive. Yeah, 100%. And I can afford it, I think. Okay. And if I can't, I'm just going to drive into it. Stop! <laughs> That's the Russian in you coming out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What's, uh, so... Mm. Do you have any any things that you'd like to get into by the time, you know, you hit 30? Any new things? Any new things I want to get into by the time I hit 30? Yeah. Like, what are... I'm turning 30 next month. Right. So <laughs> you got to decide quick what do you want to get into. I okay. My goal was to learn how to drive by the time I turned thirty, but that you just didn't happen. Know how to drive. I don't know how to drive. Wow. Do I'm you like, have your N? Or I don't L? L? even have my L. Go get your L. I know. You, my mom, and my boyfriend should get together and chat because that's all they say to me all yeah. the time. Uh, are you scared of driving? I'm not scared. I'm just lazy. Oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like driven? One time, and then I got the accelerate and the brake mixed up, yeah. and I almost, like, went into a pole, and then my mom was like, I'm not doing this with you. Which, fair. Were, were you scared when that happened? Kind of. Yeah. But mostly ruining my mom's car. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can see that being an issue. Oh, actually, one time I did drive in a parking lot with my boyfriend, but he has a stick shift, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I couldn't understand how the mechanics of it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you kept trying to explain to me, and I was just like, I don't... My brain is shutting off as you're yeah. talking. Aw. Yeah. I had the same... Like, I, I, I rode a... Um, or rode... I, I've driven a stick shift car first time when I was 12. And I was like, this is... I've driven down the, like, down the street a few times, and I'm like, this is insane. And then when I... Uh, when we moved to Canada, I was doing my license. I got my L obviously first try Mm -hmm. and then my Anne um I was taking classes and then for the first 10 classes I was like I think driving is not for me yeah why because I was just I don't know I was just terrified I'm like yeah there's so many things to watch out for there's so many like things happening there's so many things I I gotta keep in mind so many things to press controls blah 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 and I was like I don't think I'm cut out for this yeah and then 10 classes later I'm like Whatever, let's go. Maybe I need to sign up for classes. Yeah, it's expensive though, but... That's okay. Yeah. It's getting expensive having to get an Uber all the time as well. (laughs) Uber all the time? Not all the time. I used to like, I was reflecting on this. When I first started stand-up, I used to Uber to open mics. Oh, wow. Isn't that... Yeah, that's crazy. So lame. I've taken an Evo to an open mic. Evo is fine. Yeah, it's a bit cheaper, but still. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really bad. But you gotta pay the price, you know? I know. Do those open mics. I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would never do that now, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to learn how to drive. I think, like, something that's getting in my way is, like, I'm really bad at gaming. Oh. Like, I have okay. a really hard time connecting the, like, this button does this thing. and like this hand-eye coordination. coordination. Mm. And so I'm like, surely I'd be really bad at driving. Yeah. But then also I'm like, so many idiots drive. Like yeah. some of the dumbest people I know know how to drive. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So some surely... people, I, I don't know how they breathe and drive at the same time. Yeah. It's tough. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, surely I'd be able to figure it out, but I don't know. I don't have confidence yeah. in myself. I didn't know you can't drive. I think you're, I thought you're a driver. I would like to know how yeah. to drive. I think you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you can do it. I'm just sticking to my Middle Eastern roots and like, I don't drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's culturally not okay for me to drive. A, f- a friend of mine, she's like, I hate driving. She's she's really into cars, but she's like, I hate driving. So anytime there's a guy, I try to reinforce like the whole thing of like women shouldn't be driving because mm. she hates driving. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I was like, you're not helping the <laughs> issue. Just say you don't want to drive. Don't reinforce like women are a bad driver. Like, what do you? Why are you doing that? And she's like, there's... I just don't want there to ever be an argument of me having to drive. Which I respect that. Yeah. There's a certain luxury of being a passenger princess. Yeah. It's just funny when people are, like, undoing all the work just for their own benefit sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's limits to feminism. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I'm a feminist until I need to be doing something that I think a guy could do for me, you know? (laughs) Just mostly because you're lazy. Mostly because I'm lazy. Yeah. 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 I think, like, also, if I knew how to drive, like, I'm scared for the power that that would give me. Oh. Yeah. Do you think power would go to your head? I think I would just, like... Okay, first of all, I think I'd spend way more money because I'd be able to, like, get to and from places more easily. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would spend more money. And also I think I would just, like, leave the city way more. Oh. Yeah. So why is that a bad thing? Because I don't have time to be leaving the city. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's fair. I mean, Vancouver is kind of... Unless you're downtown Vancouver, it, it, that's the only reason to be here is to live this, like leave the city and mm-hmm. go somewhere nice. Yeah, and there's so many like nice places to go. Are yeah. you a hiker, though? Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Just the way you said it. I don't like if I've ever heard a no yeah I don't like the culture of hiking in Vancouver yeah it's a little too it's kind of like the culture of yoga in Vancouver yeah exactly exactly it just feels like too much I also don't like how it's like uses an excuse to not do things late at night like if I'm like out with friends and they're like I gotta go home because I'm going on a hike I'm just like I don't respect that (laughs) I, I agree yeah and yeah, I don't know. I think people just take it too seriously, and it's, like, this whole, like, get your equipment at Mountain Equipment Co-op, and just, like, yeah. I don't know. This just It feels, like, very white and, like... Very cookie-cutter. Yeah. Very, like, it's made for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very white. It, it feels really white. It feels yeah. like white culture. Um, but I do like hiking by myself. Yeah. Because then I get to, like, set my own pace. Right. And, or if yeah, I hike I with... Yeah, I generally hate hiking with uh, women. Why? Unless, because, because <laughs> we're think, slow. No, what? I think it's because the girls I usually go for aren't really into hiking. Oh, okay. Like, just, are you into hiking? I, I'm like, I, I'll do it, mm. but like, I went on a few dates where the girl was just spearheading oh. on the trail, and I was okay. like, I don't think this is going to work out because, <laughs> right. because once it gets to sex, I'm going to be out <laughs> way before she's going to be out. And this is not a good thing. Um, is that usually how it goes? 
Not with me. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. There's there's quite a few people out there being like, ah, he's lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's lying right now. Um, it depends. I speaking of that, I think once I like when I started having sex, um. I did not last long at all. Yeah. So I made it like a thing where I was like, I'll, I'll make the girl come before I even get going mm-hmm. so that once I get going, it doesn't matter because she already, you know, came once. But she still wanted to have sex even though she already came? Of course. What do you mean? I don't like doing that. Really? Yeah. It makes sex feel better usually. No, not Because you're like... From what I understand, let me mansplain this to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Explain to me what feels better for women. For... <laughs> <laughs> let me... So from what I understand, and I may be wrong, uh-huh. is when a woman has an orgasm, uh-huh. her parts get filled with... Uh, you her know, parts? Is she her car? Her stuff gets filled... Because I, I don't know the name of the parts. Uh-huh. I let me mansplain it the way I want to mansplain <laughs> okay, okay, it. Okay, okay, I won't interrupt. I won't um, when her, her things get filled with blood and they're more sensitive, so when you have sex after that, uh-huh. there's even a higher chance, and I think there's statistical uh, data to verify that. Of course there I is. Don't, I don't have it, mm-hmm. but there, I think there is. Okay. There's a higher chance... So... There's a higher chance for orgasm after orgasm. Mm-hmm. Like once there's an orgasm, there's a higher chance there's going to happen an orgasm than the first time. Okay. So it's like easier. So that's why. But then if I went, if I met a girl and they were not down to have their pussy I- eaten. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, fuck. Are there girls who aren't down for that? Yeah. Some girls don't, not into it. Why? Um... Many reasons. Sometimes bad experiences uh, okay. were like, yeah, so the guy was just down there for 40 minutes and nothing was happening. Or like, uh, they're not comfortable with their own yeah. body where they haven't really explored. So they're like, oh, it's gross for me. Why are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I think, the worst one. Um, and then... Some, the worst one for you? Just in general. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I, I, you know, because I'm like... It's kind of like if you're not if you're not confident in yourself, like why would anyone else put their confidence in you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you gotta have some sort of level of. You know, I think that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite common. I mean, you know that people don't explore their bodies. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why you yeah, just yeah. shove fingers in every hole and figure out what works. You know. Right. Yeah, that's why I finger my urethra every day. No, no, I don't. <laughs> God. I don't. Can you imagine? There's videos on the internet of like, I remember when I was like 13 or 14, mm-hmm. every kid would be like, watch this. And it's like just someone putting like fireworks into their urethra. Oh yeah. I've seen videos like crazy that. stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. People are fucked. But yeah. Um, yeah. So if, if a girl's like, no. Well, because I, I feel like if you're not feeling confident and I'm definitely... Like, going through body image issues, I have, like, yeah. phases where I just, like, don't feel confident in my body. And so it just, sex doesn't feel as connected. Right. Because, like, you aren't, you're so in your head about your body that you're mm-hmm. not in this moment with that person. Yeah, I can see that happening. hmm I can see that. And I've definitely had that happen before. Even with myself, like, I, I, it's weird. Um, I think it's. 
Okay, I'm biased, but I think it's tougher for guys with that. Okay. So, so let me explain. Please. Um, so I think it's way more common for women to have body um, image problems. Mm-hmm. I do. But I think it's worse when guys do. Because when a woman does, she can s- still have sex in uh, most cases, I think. like. Mm-hmm. But for a guy, if we have body, we're just not going to get hard. What do you mean? It's like if you're in your head, you're just not going to, you know, get to the point where you're aroused enough to have an erection. I guess. But like girls have to get wet. Yeah. But not, but also not all girls get wet when they're like, it's not. You mean like there's like lube and stuff. You can't like force an erection. Yeah. 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 Okay. I get what you mean. Yeah. Anyways. But guys can be like flubby. Is that the term? <laughs> Flaccid. No, no, no. Like, they can have, like, a, oh, a belly or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. and women will still be very attracted to them. Right. But if you keep saying, like, oh, your belly, yeah, your fat fucking belly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Give yeah, me yeah. that, whatever. Well, that's they're just... Not, <laughs> they're not going to get hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the moment, the moment you, like, take their attention on something on their body and, like... In a mean in, way? Not in a mean way, but it would be, like... I don't know. For me, I feel like if if I were to have sex and someone's like, "What is that mall like?" Ooh, erection gone. I'd yeah, be like, fuck where? Off. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that there last time? Yeah, but I don't think everyone's like you and I. Ah, uh. like I think some people wouldn't give a shit mm. and be like, "Oh, it's just da da da," you know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends. Yeah, so I think it's kind of like um, I don't know how to or being. It's like sometimes there's a buffer of like how much of that you can take before it starts affecting your performance mm-hmm. and depending how good I feel. It's same with like, I think, um, like hunger mm-hmm. or like there's a buffer. Yeah. Like if I'm not hungry, I, I can take way more shit right. than if I'm hungry. Yeah. Like yeah. there's that a little bit of a buffer. So yeah. Same with, yeah. And also I guess like the security or for me, it's like. How much safety do I feel with you outside of this sexual experience? Oh, that's pretty good. That's why I can't really do, like, one-night stands. Right. I don't think I've ever done a one-night stand. Hmm. Hmm. I think for me, there's... Maybe it's a guy thing. Maybe it's a... A Bannerman thing. Where, uh-huh. like, there's somewhat more... Sometimes more safety in the fact that it's a one night stand. I figured you were going to say that. <laughs> no. Because I'm like, yeah. You don't want to be emotionally seen. I think so. Sometimes. Because yeah. it's, yeah. Because when it comes to that and you get rejected, it hurts so much more than mm-hmm. if you're just, you know, some, some random person and you're just fucking and then something happens or like whatever and you're yeah. like, eh, it doesn't matter yeah they're just judging surface level and not you know yeah that's interesting i just feel like i can't be into it unless there's a vibe mm. and i feel like connected in some way because mm. otherwise it just feels scary to me and like like i'm but what what what, what could happen I don't know, like, I'm naked and vulnerable, and if yeah. I don't feel, like, a connection with you, then it's, like, 
what are we even doing? You're just a stranger. Like, for me, sex mm. is like... Oh, this sounds so stupid, but it's like a conversation almost. Right. Like there needs to be like banter or like something, mm. you know. Like when I was traveling in Europe uh, by myself, I was trying so hard to be like, I'm gonna have sex with so many dudes, and I just like the only people that I could hook up with were people that I would like meet at the hostel earlier that day and we would have a whole day together and then we would go out and then it would be a thing right. because then I'm like okay now I know who you are mm. I feel like we have a vibe like so much of sex for me is like everything that builds up to it like right. all of the things before it I think that's just the difference between men and women I think there's some girls who aren't like that though like oh. I'd be like with some girls and they'd like go out and hook up with some random Spaniard who didn't even know how to speak English they wouldn't even have a conversation Can you blame her for that I can't I was okay. so Come jealous on. yeah yeah I was so jealous I was like I wish I could do that but my body just like mm. I'm just not into it I have no attraction at all mm. I think maybe it's just takes a different amount of time for different people to get that level of comfort. Yeah. And it also depends on the guy on how good he is at creating that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like you you can get quite good at creating a level of comfort. Yeah, I but guess. But it's also... It's like a double-edged sword. It's like the, the better you are at creating that comfort, the worse you are at boundary. Like, keep, you know, having boundaries... I guess it depends how much of a performance it is, though. Yeah. Like, are you performing intimacy, or are you actually, like, letting that's, your that's walls the down? thing, yeah. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, or at least for me, like, I can tell if someone's, like, using lines, or we're actually mm. vibing, mm. you know? Hmm. Using lines. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Sheesh. <laughs> so, you didn't. You didn't really. Oh, driving. You want to. You want to get into driving. Hopefully, or that was the goal by the time you hit thirty. Yeah, but I didn't do it. Are there any? Because you said so. Uh, mostly, from your perspective, uh -huh. people that get into motorcycling are men in their early thirties. Yeah. Uh, is do you think there's a thing that women in their early thirties get into that could be considered risky? Aside from, you know, uh, casual sex. Because that's, you know, whatever. Getting married? Getting married. That's another <laughs> third. Because it's like... Yeah. I don't know, actually. I take that back. I feel like most of the people that I know in my life who are getting married at this age have been with their partners for a while. And it doesn't seem risky. Um, what are risky behaviors women get into in their 30s? Like, do you have, like, a, a, a sudden urge to do something? That you never have before. No. Mm. But honestly, I think it's because I've been, like, really trying to, like, heal myself. Right. Like, I'm trying to be as kind to myself as I can be. I don't think so. I'm also, like, not someone who sets goals. Oh, you just kind of float in the river of time. Yeah, I have, like, a big overarching, like... I want to be in this sort of space at mm -hmm. this time. I'd like to work towards that. But I don't have, like... What's your time frame on that? Like, I want to um, eventually not have a day job and just do comedy full-time. Right. And my timeline on that is, like, 
five years from now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because that'll be like seven years of having done stand-up. Um, Seems like a good approximate timeline. Yeah. Although I, ideally it'll be like two years from now. Right. You know? Yeah. So I, I have like goals like that, but maybe I should be more like write down my goals. and. I honestly don't know because there's so many examples on either end where like I know people that write their goals consistently and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. I know people that don't write shit and they're popping. Yeah. It's just, I think uh, it's kind of weird. You don't really know, at least I don't really know what information to trust because like i've met um i've met some people like i have a a a buddy that's a coach and he has uh he's a coach for like a a sport and he's got friends that are playing in professional leagues making millions of dollars and i was Mm -hmm. like hey what's the difference between like someone who doesn't make it and someone who makes it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's like well it's consistency over intensity Mm for for that but but then i'm like that could just be coach speak that he picked up at a school right and not really related to the actual reason why someone makes it and someone doesn't like yeah. i've seen people that you know maybe they're not consistent they have periods of intensity yeah over a, a consistent enough time frame and then eventually they pop yeah. Because they, you know, you can kind of average it out. But at the same time, I know people that have been doing it consistently over years and nothing happens. Yeah. So it's like, it's really hard to, like, narrow down the formula for success. Yeah. I think also, like, what does success even look like to you? Because I don't want to, like, right. achieve all these goals and then be an absolutely, like, miserable schmuck. Do you know right. what I mean? Like. <laughs> I'm like, hey, there's nothing, you know. If you achieve goals and you're a miserable schmuck, you can... Because what's the difference? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't want to be a professional comedian, but absolutely hate myself. Right. You know? Can you, though? (laughs) Be a professional comedian and hate myself? Yeah, for sure. And not hate yourself. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Other examples of... Yeah, I think there's comedians who are professional comics and don't hate themselves. Like, I think there's a certain level. I think all comics have a certain level of, like, love me. I want to be loved. Like, I haven't been validated in A, B, and C plus way. But I think that you still can have self-love through that. Mm. It just probably fluctuates. Like, I think every comic is looking for that. Right. Acceptance from other people. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, if if you have to be doing that to be good at it, that's not really serving you in loving yourself. Are you trying to say that if I want to be a comic, I <laughs> can't be healed? Not you specifically. I'm just saying. No, no, no. no, no. no. I think healed is... It's good to deal with trauma. And I also... I don't know if there's such a thing as healed, though. Yeah. Like there's, healing, just constantly. There's healing, yeah. There's ways of, there's coping. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think about this, though, because a lot of the times when I'm, like, having, like, a depressive episode or something, right. I'm like, what are the things that make me feel better? Well, like, doing stand-up makes me feel better. But so much of 
like the stuff in stand-up that makes me feel good is getting validation from other people. And I think that that's like a precarious thing because if you're constantly outsourcing your happiness to other people, like you are never in control of that. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to have hobbies that don't require anyone else to be there or respond to me or anything. I don't really have that right now. So I'm like, maybe that's a goal that Mm. I'm going to set is like just finding a new hobby that has nothing to do with validation from others. That's why I got into motorcycling. Even though a lot of it is validation from others. Because it what like you look cool doing dude, it. Dude, I look so fucking. Cool yeah, doing I bet. It. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also just. I think for me, it's the yeah the freedom. Yeah. What hobby could you get into? I don't know, like, everything that I think of is, like, physical exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Gym. Gym is not a hobby. I know. Yeah, I guess, um, let's see, hobbies that don't involve... Other people? Other people. See, anytime I do, like, a craft, I feel like I'm performing being a person who does that craft. And I'm not actually, like, into it or motivated to do it. I read a lot. I read a lot. I was, number one is reading. Yeah, I do But I'm like, reading is, to me, what's weird is that we think of movies and video games as escapes, but not reading as an escape. Oh, I think of it as an escape. It's absolutely an escape. Yeah. I think if you're a reader, you know how easy it is. Yeah. But like to most people that don't read, they're like, no, reading takes effort. So that's why it's not an escape. Yeah. You know, watching a movie, you're just sitting there. You're not doing anything. That's yeah. why that's an escape and reading isn't. I'm like, they're all escapes. Yeah. Um, I think photography is just, it's so like, I don't know. Photography is kind of like, um. It's kind of like yoga. I think photography, yoga, and hiking in Vancouver have like this uh, aura of like, uh, like so much pretense and like yeah, so much yeah. like I'm a photographer. Yeah, I do like photography. Right. I think the the problem with photography is that anytime you get into photography, people mm-hmm. think that's your side hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also the problem with having photography as a side hustle because everyone thinks they're a professional photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to make it as a photographer, you're like, fuck, all these amateurs are just diluting my thing. Right. Um, Photography could be good. Gardening? I could do gardening. I could, I I was thinking of getting into gardening. I really like cooking. Cooking. Yeah, maybe I could like dive into a new cuisine. I really want to try like, I want to perfect like Korean food. Korean. Food. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because you said curry and... No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Korean? I did not say it like that. I'll clip it after and say, no. this is the funniest thing ever. I was like, curries? And then you're like, and, and I'm like, Korean. You're like, yeah. Okay, Korean food. Korean food. Maybe I could like perfect a Korean dish. Like get very good at cooking a Korean dish. Mm -hmm. Okay. You like Korean food? I love Korean food. I love Korean food too. Are you going to... You have to get, like, a kimchi freezer. What do you mean? Oh, no, you don't know. No. Uh, Korean families have a separate... I think... I don't know if it's a fridge or a freezer. I think I think it's a freezer, but it might be a fridge. Oh, separate I, yes. unit just yeah. for kimchi. 
Oh, just for kimchi. Yeah. I've also heard that there's like sometimes like separate kitchens because some some of the like things that they're cooking are so like they smell so intensely that they like don't want to mix it. With oh, them. I didn't know that. But maybe it's a different culture that I'm mm. thinking of. I know for like my one of my exes was Korean. She had a kimchi like designated. My God, I do love kimchi. I love it too. So yeah. good. Uh, cooking, learning. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Hiking, baking. My boyfriend started baking and it's become problematic. Why? Because I just want to eat it all, but then I just don't, I don't want to like gain a bunch of weight. Mm. That's the problem with baking. Yeah. I think. Because you're like, you make all this stuff and you want people to eat it. He makes a cake every single week. That's fucked. With buttercream frosting. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's great. Kneading. Kneading? Yeah. Nah. You mean knitting? N- knitting. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now you got one. No, my uh, my e's and uh, the e sound. It's rough for me. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Like need the neat, or like like kneel, wait, leave and live. Like that e uh-huh. uh, sound is so hard. It's probably the hardest thing for me. Oh, to, yeah, interesting. Um, so knitting, 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 yeah. knitting. Yeah. All right. Uh, sewing, geocaching. That's actually kind of fun, but I heard it, it could get expensive. Wait, isn't it just like an app where people like hide things? Yeah, so there's, it's like an app, they give you the, I think the coordinates, coordinates yeah. and then you go and find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Why would that be expensive? Because then you can get into different like equipment, like special GPS tracking, oh. whatever the fuck, or like VR. So yeah, sometimes yeah. you go to a location and there's like a VR oh. art or something just there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, martial arts? I don't think I... No. No? <laughs> no. Have you ever done anything? Like a boxing class? Never. I could do like a dancing class. Ooh, a dancing class. Yeah. Okay. It's just like comedy also takes so much time. And and the time that you do it at is always overlapping with those other activities. Exactly. Like I, I was doing a dance class last summer and then I wanted to commit to like a, a full like workshop thing, but mm-hmm. it was every Thursday. Yeah. And I was running a, like a bi-weekly show. So I was like, I can't, I can't commit to that. Yeah. yeah. Also running a show is like, that's its own thing too. Yeah. Like that's yeah. its own stressor. That takes its own time. Yeah. Like that's why I don't do it anymore. It's so, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, crocheting. Crocheting. That's, that's basically. That's like knitting. Knitting. Yeah. Paintball. That's too expensive. Mountain biking, no. Yoga, rock climbing, no. Rock climbing is another one of those. Yeah, I'd like to do rock climbing. I used to do rock climbing as a kid, and then I stopped. But yeah, I think like anything that I could do at home when I'm like, okay, I don't have a show tonight, Hmm. would be nice. Reading. I just always do reading. What kind of stuff do you read? Everything. Um... Well, because when I did my master's, I was reading all the time. And so there was like a year where I stopped reading. And so now I'm just like reading fiction exclusively so that I can just like get back into it. Mm. Um, But I'll read it. I read everything. That's cool. I just recently read um, the like Hunger Games prequel book. Okay. It was good. Do you have, are you using any sort of like speed reading techniques or anything like that? Or you just take your time? No, I just take my time. I mean, I used to do that when I was in school. Yeah. Where you, like, read the first sentence of the paragraph and the last sentence of the paragraph. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 
I was I was looking at one where you you're like where your eye line is, like where you're looking, mm-hmm. is like always something like at the second word instead of the first because your peripheral vision should pick up the first and that way you're like oh. kind of doing less eye movement to speed up. But I was like, this is stupid. Like I'm focusing on this takes yeah. more time and energy than just, yeah. I also don't see the point in that unless you're trying to ingest like a bunch of information. Yeah, but even then you're, you know, you take in all that information and you're like, fuck, I don't want to. I need time to think about this. I yeah. Need, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hobbies. So, f- finding a new hobby, potentially. Driving could be your hobby. It could be my hobby. Yeah. I just become an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Can run you jokes while the Uber, you know. I guess I could probably write jokes about, oh, it's so bad that I do things because I'm like, this will give me material. Yeah. But, like, I guess I could probably write jokes about learning to drive at the age of 30. Yeah. What do you think the challenges are? I think for me the challenges are going to be to just, like, get out of my head. But that's my challenge with fucking everything that I do. Right. It's just to get out of my head. Um, And also I keep taking the, like, test online. The, like, L test. And when you were, like, I obviously passed that the first time. I've been taking it a bunch of times, and I get 69% every single time. Hell yeah. 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 So it makes me laugh. When the universe gives you signs. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But you need 80. Yeah. Oh. 69 is not bad. I know. Yeah. Um, I just, that's how I studied for my bike one. I just did the online tests. Yeah. Do you go back and look at the answers and, like, oh, what did I get wrong? I mean, it tells me what I'm getting yeah. wrong as I'm doing it. Right. But then do you also go back and look up, like, why you thought it was one way and not the other? No. Should oh, I be doing that? Yeah. That's how I fix my mistakes in general. Like, if there's, um, when I say in general, it's for almost anything. Like, if I say, um, for example, when I was writing in school, I would constantly forget a certain, like, comma. Mm. and it would be a perpetual mistake for that. Mm. Okay. And then I was like, oh, this is a perpetual mistake. Yeah. So next time when I write, I only think about that one mistake. Oh, okay. okay. And then I, I basically never would do it again. Yeah, And then yeah. I would look at the next mistake that just keeps popping up. Right. So same thing with, like, I didn't read the probably bad, probably why it would be a little dangerous to ride a motorcycle, but I didn't read the book. I just did the online tests and then whatever the test, cause I, I it would be a question like, Hey, uh, when you're riding down the road and there's a, a, a hill coming up, mm-hmm. what's the best position in the lane? And mm-hmm. I'd be like, uh, I think it's the most right or like the most left, whatever it is. And then mm-hmm. I pick, I, I don't even know which one the right one is, <laughs> but I would pick and I'd be like, Oh, that's wrong. Right. It's actually this one. So then I would go back and look up like why this position, why I thought it was this one and not that one. And then I find the answer work. and I find the answer. And then after that words, I'd be like, oh, I remember the way I thought before. This is the right uh, way. Yeah. So then I would answer it correctly. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that with things I care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there's so many people now that aren't driving. And it's, um, yeah, it's kind of weird because 
Vancouver, like downtown Vancouver is nice. You don't need to drive almost no. ever. But like outside of that, it's fucking rough with the buses. And even in downtown Vancouver, like our transit system yeah. kind of sucks. And I, it, I encourage women to get their license. It's so much cooler when a girl picks you up, like in a car, yeah. to go do things. I'm like, let's go. This is yeah, sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to be able to do it, yeah. but whatever. I just, I, yeah, I don't care enough. I, will I backseat drive? Absolutely. But but I feel like I, I would want this? that. I feel like I would want that. I would yeah. want feedback. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want feedback for sure. Yeah. That's like the thing. I like. I usually I want feedback. Mm. It feels like a sort of constant theme with you. You like you constantly mean? want someone to tell you how they think and feel. Yeah. <laughs> about what you do. Yeah, I do. I don't like living in uncertainty. Yeah, is that um, why you think? Because um, I think I'm just like trying to. And I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Is like manage other people's emotions and like understand. Like I have, I have a hard time. And this is something I'm like just recently, I would say in the last like four months getting better at is like, um, I have a hard time knowing how I'm feeling about myself. Like, I don't know how I feel about myself until I know like how whoever's in front of me feels about me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's made me like super disconnected from my own feelings and like mm-hmm. being in my own body. Um, and yeah, I'm just recently now being like, how do you feel about this thing? Like, fuck what other people are feeling or how they're feeling about you. Like, how do you feel about that? When you talk to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Do you talk to yourself in like, I try to, well, yeah, I try to like, I try to have and interrupt my thought patterns and be like, okay, what is happening right now? Like, Mm. Think about, like, be in your body. Like, how is your body feeling? Like, are my shoulders tense? Am I mm. clenching my jaw? That's probably a sign that I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't need to make myself more comfortable for someone else and all that stuff. Well, do you, um, I remember last time we did an episode, you were saying how you, like, go from, depending on the, not time of the year, but, like, f- f- throughout the year, you go from, like, one part of your body being your favorite part oh, of your body to like another. Every year on my every birthday, yeah, I pick yeah. a new body yeah. part. Yeah. Am I still doing that? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Um, honestly, if I'm being like 150% honest, in the last like, I would say six months or so, the stuff with my body has been like really bad. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I'm just feeling like really not confident in my mm. physical appearance and just being like really nitpicky, like... Uh-huh. going back to old coping mechanisms yeah. so i haven't like right now the thought of like my birthday coming up next month and me picking a new like piece of me to love i'm like i'm not gonna fucking do that yeah there's oh, no wow. way damn yeah considering that uh you haven't been smoking you've been working out and yeah. all that you, i mean you look great you look so, so healthy thank you in like the I don't know, because I heard that when you tell a girl she looks healthy, it's not nice. But that's not the way. No, I didn't yeah. take it that yeah. way. No, you, you look great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've just been way more focused on how I look recently. Mm. And I'd like to move out of it. Every time I talk about it with my therapist, she's like, um, once we sort out all the other stuff, that will fall into place. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
let's figure it out faster because like it's not was there any overlap with something uh, happening either in your work or or outside of that i think because when i quit smoking weed initially i started to gain weight oh i see and so that sent me into like a bit of a spiral and Mm. so now i'm just constantly like trying to like look how i looked before even though before i was unhappy in my body as well and i don't even i think i just have like i just have body dysmorphia so i don't actually know how i look like when i look at myself I'll do this thing where I'll, like, sit in front of a mirror and, like, bring my work computer and then just spend all day in front of the mirror being, like, okay, this looks bad. Like, you need to fix this. You need to f-. And it's just, like, it's annoying because it's occupying so much time. Yeah. And I have other shit I need to be doing. So then I start getting mad at myself about the fact that I'm spending so much time doing this. Right. It's just, like, a vicious cycle. I do that with procrastinating. Yeah. Where I'm, like, um... I'm procrastinating doing something and then I blame myself and for procrastinating. Yeah. And then it's like a, and then I procrastinate at doing something because I blame myself for yes. not doing it. And then it's just like a constant spiral. Yeah. Um, when you see some, like when you're looking in the mirror and you see something that you're like, oh, this needs to change. Do you actually end up doing something about the, like whatever it is? Yeah, but it's probably not healthy. Right. Like I'll be like, okay, you can't eat Oof. for like this amount of time. And then when you do eat, it has to be like X, Y, and Z thing. And oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, are, are all the solutions down to like you can't eat? No. Sometimes they'll just be like, sometimes they're healthy. Like yeah. sometimes they're like, oh, do like this type of exercise. And then, oh, okay. But I don't feel like it's ever. Like, I don't, my goal is to exercise to just, like, be a healthy person, not to look a certain way. You know what I mean? I think that's hard, though, because it's hard to track. Yeah. So it's, um, maybe, um, from what I understand, the easiest, like, it's easy to do something if you have a goal and track it. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, like, looking a certain way doesn't seem like the best uh, result for, for you. Yeah. And healthy can't be tracked. So maybe something like being stronger mm-hmm. could be like a way where, where you're focusing on how much you can lift or do. Mm-hmm. And then having, you know, um, not necessarily writing it down because I've almost never written down anything when it comes to fitness. Mm-hmm. But just like having like in the back of my mind, like, oh, last time I lifted like a hundred pounds, uh, this time I could do one of five. So I'm mm-hmm. getting stronger. So focusing on like that and stronger is also not necessarily a visual thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's just like consistency. Like I'd like to be able to like, it's hard. yeah. It's you have so, so many hard. things. You have a day job, you yeah. do stand up, yeah. you have a boyfriend. Yeah. All of those are like f- some people, they're full-time jobs. I know. I know. It's yeah. a lot. Um, But I try to, like, work out during the day. Like, in my lunch break, I'll go work out. Because once it's, like... Actually, now that it's summer, it's probably better. But once, like, 5 o'clock rolls around, I'm like, I'm not... I have no energy to work out now. So, yeah, I try to do it in the middle of the day. But I think, like, for me, it's just, like... My goal is to be, like, okay, I'm moving my body. Like, this is good for my heart. Mm. Like, it's going to improve my sleep. It's going to improve my mood. Like, those are the goals that I want to have. Um... But it just ends up becoming so aesthetic for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's okay. I yeah. mean, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. Yeah. 
That's cool. Um, yeah. What? So is there? You said you're not too excited for your birthday, or? No, I'm really excited. For oh, my you birthday. are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to Portland. Ooh. Yeah. For how long? Uh, four days. Okay. Yeah. Well, what you doing in Portland? Just going to go explore. I've never been to Portland. Everyone really? tells me that I would really like it. Are you driving there? Well, I don't know how to drive. Right, but I'm guessing you can My boyfriend's going to drive us, okay. yeah. There you go. I didn't yeah, want to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's He's going to cool. drive, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. And then... I don't know. I think, like, everybody says your 30s are, like, a great time in your life. I'm just banking on that happening. Okay, because for a second I thought you were asking me. <laughs> and I'm like... Eh. Well, I am looking for you, yeah, yeah, looking yeah, to you for yeah, confirmation. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone also says that your knees stop working when you're 30, and that hasn't been the case yet, so... Mm. Your knees? Yeah. Why your knees? Well, your joints in general. Oh, Because, okay. well, most people don't use their elbows or shoulders that much. But yeah. They use their knees and their back most. I have bad more. knees. You have bad knees yeah, already? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then there's nothing new that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, g- generally, it's supposed to be a happier time because mm-hmm. you're more set in your career. You're supposed to settle your personal relationship, which neither of those are happening in my life. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to be more financially independent, which again, I'm looking at new motorcycles. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think for me, maybe it's different because I, I'm kind of, I I have the last like two or three years. I feel like I have more control of of my body in mm-hmm. the sense of like better hand eye coordination. Like I feel almost like peaking low key. Okay. And it's it's nice, but at the same time, I'm like, ooh, it's there's there's a downward coming at some point. No, you're gonna live to you have another hundred years no, left. No, you're gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were yeah. saying, right? Yeah, You'll yeah. 3D print your organs until yeah. the end of time. Yeah, just start drinking blood down the line. Yeah, children's blood. Uh, yeah. To keep you young. Putting putting Korean foreskins on my face. Exactly. That's the that's the new. Fad. Is it actually? Apparently. Korean specifically? Yeah. Why? Because from what I understand, Koreans are at the forefront. Of skincare. Of skincare. For sure. So, But not on and, their dicks. And No, no, no. So they're putting these things into, it's basically like, it's low-key stem cells. Uh-huh. That they're putting into creams that everyone's using and it's like amazing for your skin. Oh. But to get those stem cells, they have to get it from somewhere and they're using like baby foreskin. I think I have heard about this. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Wait, does it impact the baby? Is the baby hurt? Uh, they get circumcised, so I'm guessing. But they're going to get circumcised. If they're getting circumcised either way, Mm -hmm. then who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's just some skin. Yeah. Do Do... Boys remember getting circumcised? I do. You remember it? But I was six, so... Why did they do it so late? Because my dick was getting too big. No, uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Um, every now and then, I... So, the reason, I think, why uh, originally circumcision became a thing was mm-hmm. for uh, hygienic purposes. Okay. Because if you, you know, kids or, like, whatever, people didn't, like, bathe and shower back yeah, in the day, so yeah. bacteria can accumulate between right. 
inside, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then that could be problematic. Uh, in my case, I, I guess I was one of those unfortunate ones where it didn't matter how much you clean, there was just mm-hmm. whatever, so mm-hmm. my parents were just like, fucking cut it off. Oh. Yeah. But that's not common. Uh, no, but, I mean, uh, I've heard Filipino culture, they circumcise quite late. Oh, okay. And then in some other cultures, they circumcise later, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's some cases of that same scenario, like, way later in life where people get circumcised. Sounds traumatizing. Uh, it's not ideal. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I was... It was kind of way cooler to whip out my dick, uh, pissing with friends back in the day, like, after I got circumcised. It's but like, you were six! New thing. Yeah, because, but when you're, like, six to nine or whatever, you know, you, you're outside hanging out with friends and you're like, oh, I gotta pee. And then three more guys would be like, oh, I wanna pee too. And then four boys would go and just pee in the bush. And then you obviously see each other's wieners. You're saying this to me as though it's an experience that I would be aware of. I didn't know that little boys go and pee together and look at each other's penises. Yeah. I wasn't aware of this. Girls don't do that? No. I only recently showed my vagina to some of my girlfriends. What did they say? Well, we were just showing all of our vaginas to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Hold up. And they are comedians. Yeah. I just out of nowhere, just like, hey, you know, we haven't seen each other's pussies, so let's... Essentially, well, first it started off with showing each other each other's boobs. Yeah. Because we were, I I think some, one of us was talking about feeling like their boobs were weird or something, and then we were like, oh, and then... That's good. And then we were talking about vaginas and how everybody has a different looking vagina, and so we just showed each other... How close did you look? We were all standing... (laughs) We were all standing in, like, different corners of the room. So it's not like we were, like, getting up in there, but just, like, looking, you know? It wasn't sexual. It was purely scientific. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually thinking about it a very funny experience. Yeah. That's quite a... Quite a... But as little kids, never. I actually have a distinct memory. Like, I just think, like, women... um, aren't as connected to their bodies as men are from, like, early on. Like, I remember... Because we're constantly holding our dick. Like, every time we pee, we're holding our dick. You can't just do it hands-free? Well, you can, but it's like... It's gonna get everywhere? It's a hose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it move? It could... I mean, depending how hard you pee, it could move. Oh. Yeah. And how long it is. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I remember, like, in... I think it was... 11th grade um I had like a house party and one of my friends got like really drunk and she was like hiding in the closet and uh me and my other friend went and like we're talking to her and then she was just saying like bullshit right like yeah. just like so drunk and then she was like do you guys masturbate and then we were like yeah How old but I, were you we were like probably 17 okay and we were like yeah yeah we do but it was like the first time that had ever been acknowledged and it also was just like yeah, I just feel like it's not a thing. Or at least when I was a kid, it just, like, wasn't a thing for women to be doing that. Yeah. And then now it's, like, I right. think more common and yeah. owning your sexuality and stuff. But, I, yeah. Just, I mean, it should be, obviously. But just thinking about little boys jacking off, it's just so fucking gross that I'm like, yeah. I don't want to know about it. Obviously, I mean, I did it a shit ton. Yeah. But I, I just remember... I think we haven't, like, openly discussed jacking off with, like, my friends. We're just kind of, like... 
Didn't boys used to like sit around and watch porn together? I've done it once, yeah. How old were you? Like 13. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing that dudes would do. But girls would never. I mean, I would, I'm never saying never. Because it's more, because it's more like an internal experience, I feel like, for women. Is it not for guys? No. Okay. For us, at least for me, it's like an outside thing. Because that's where you also come, you know, on the, uh, so it's like, (laughs) Fruit, fruit. Oh my god! <laughs> I just, you know, you're trying to get this thing out of you. Yeah. So you're just fucking going for it to get it out. That's all, you know. Would you ever do that with friends now? Would I jack? I don't know if I'd be able to. Yeah, it seems really I don't think if I, yeah. That's, that's probably... I don't know if it's like my... Mm, like, the background of where I grew up, mm-hmm. being slightly, like, homophobic in that sense, where I'm like, uh, I don't want to be jacking off in front of a dude. Yeah. Or if it's more of a, like, uh, just the way it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, But I'm also, like, a body is just a body for me. Like, it's not, there's nothing intrinsically sexual. Sounds like something a cannibal would say. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't want to eat it, obviously. But, like, <laughs> yeah. when I see a body, I'm like, that's not... It's like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. seeing a tree. I'm like, it's a tree. Mm-hmm. But if a tree was wearing sexy laundry, I'd be like, damn, tree, what you got? What if it's a guy wearing sexy laundry? And I'd be like, that's hot. Like, okay. I don't... I'm not sexually... But I can see, like, the, you know, the attraction. You like, can respect it for what it is. Like, I can see why it's attractive. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, like... Oh, I want to yeah, yeah, get yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a t- like a, a body is just a body. Yeah. It's like, you know, everyone has a body, so there's nothing like specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even like if if I'm uh, like about to have sex with someone, like, yeah, their body is just a body, but I'm thinking about the things that will happen and that's what arouses me, not specifically uh... their body. Oh. It's like the, that, you know, the yeah. things we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, you know. I guess I'm kind of the same. I'm not really, like, attracted to someone's body. Like, mm. I'm not like, that's a hot body. Well. <sighs> like, I don't think, like, really jacked guys are like, oh, they're so hot because they're so jacked. Like, that's just, but maybe that's just me, a specific me thing. Hmm. I could still be attracted to someone's body, but it's more of the idea of what, of an experience I can have with that body, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the person and their body. Yeah, that I'm is. glad you made that caveat. Because <laughs> for a second it was weird. Yeah, it was. And I was like, what am I even saying, dude? <laughs> uh, all right, we should probably wrap up. I okay. Gotta, I got to check out a couple of places now. Okay. It fucking sucks moving in Vancouver. Yeah. It, apparently moving is one of the third most stressful things that human beings really? have to deal with. What are the first two? I forget. So we'll call it the top right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Nikki. This is fun. Yeah, yeah super fun. Thanks for having, having me. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything to plug? No. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tag it in the thing. Okay. Sweet. Thank cool. you. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Bye.